Hello everyone, thank you for stopping by and giving me your listening ears again. On this session, I will be, uh, I guess, giving you a little bit of uh, story time, or we can call it my digital diary. <laughs> so, in this episode, I'll be talking about um, something that happened at work. And then, um, I'll probably give you my analysis of the situation. So, first, let's say, um, about a a few weeks ago, uh, so let's say today is October, what's today, 13th, 13th, 2023. So, about a few weeks ago, I came to work wearing my natural hair in twist. There was a, um, there was a few individuals who took it upon themselves to make fun of me because of this. These individuals were a mixture of male and female of color or of African descent. Um, they didn't know that I heard them. But I was aware of what they were doing. I just, you know, after like, I, I wasn't aware of what they were doing. I was just going on about my business. They said things like, she looks like a man, if she's a girl, or she's ugly. And, you know, chuckling and giggling. As uh, you would expect a, an adult, immature group of people to do while on the clock. <laughs> they um, also invited other individuals who are, like, from different ethnicities to join in on their amusement. Um, As I stated, I continue with my day while ignoring the subtle workplace bullying because that's that's what it is. Um, Just a lot of people don't call it that or are probably not aware that that's what it is. So my analysis is, um, well, first, I guess I should give you a little context. On this particular job, I am a truck driver. And a lot of people, if you don't understand the dynamics of being a truck driver, there's like many different type of truck drivers. You could be over the road truck drivers. You could be a flatbed truck driver, drive-in, tanker, just many different aspects that a lot of people don't consider unless they have experience actually doing a job. And a lot of these uh, industries, especially the local ones, they have um, inexperienced people like inexperienced in truck driving um managing like truck drivers or working in that industry and you know one of the things that i like about osha when i used to operate cranes was osha had this rule in place that makes sense now that you think about it because it cuts down on safety issues and communication issues osha had this rule in place where you needed to be a you needed to know about anything that you were signaling for example if you're going to signal forklifts you should have some type of experience or knowledge about forklifts such as the mass what it does when you do each thing so that you can properly signal the individual that is operating it because it, it makes no sense if you you're trying to i mean just just think about it it makes no sense for you to signal somebody on something it's like two different languages right so as a crane operator you know I re- like before I jump into anything, me personally, I try to research it as much as possible because I don't want to waste my time investing my time into learning that skill or learning the duties that's required to do that job properly. I'm very competitive. So like I want to get as close to perfection as possible when I when I freaking latch on to something. Right. So I, I through my research. I learned that I needed to. um or it was preferred amongst the individuals in the field. See, I didn't talk to management. I talked to people who actually did the job, like riggers and operators. And it was preferred amongst a large group of operators and riggers that you be a rigger first before you become a crane operator. So that's what I did. And um, I became a rigger first. And by me becoming a rigger, I learned hand signals. I learned 
how to properly signal in the blind. I learned how to communicate with multiple people and signal in case things happen like your radio died, you know, and you in the bind, you know, because at the end of the day, when you're in those situations, everybody like it's not even though a lot of people focus on the black and white thing and it is those issues out there because it's really high in that, in that industry because of nepotism and a lot of those families are predominantly white and then they have those old mentalities right so even though the racism stuff exists when you're in a moment in those jobs like i've worked with racist people right but when we're in those moments and on those jobs like we're not we're, we're thinking about that job and that task at hand right because you know everybody's getting paid on this job and if our company as a whole take too many safety hits the entire company can lose that contract with whomever they have that contract with which means everybody who's employed by that con that company can lose their jobs right so i i don't agree with catering to bullies and um you know people who doing things they're not supposed to be doing like creating a hostile work environments for other individuals just because of their their race or because they're female sex or whatever they believe their sexual preferences i don't agree with none of that stuff i don't think you should cater to that but some of these employers they cater to it because they feel like they they one they don't know any better they don't know about the job that they're making money off of and they depend and trust on these people to make them some money so those people really in control like when you have like a toxic in work environments that tells you who's in control right because of the people who own the company actually like care about the values that they put down on paper and said these are my company values versus somebody just throwing something together just to establish their business they will not tolerate that type of behavior because you need all of your employees you know and why should you have two or three employees happy at work and then the rest of them miserable because they're getting harassed because of things that they can't help like being a girl or the color of their skin or their religious beliefs or you know their sexual preferences right but anyways back onto my story so osha has that rule that you should know about what you're operating so i started you know once i stopped operating i started doing truck driving and i started I'm like man i know why osha made that rule because i, I kind of got tired of working like at the end of the day, as a as a truck driver, you that is like a management position. Truck drivers should make more than dispatchers and driver managers, but I don't I don't know what's going on with some of these local companies. But anyway, it's like a management position because at the end of the day, the truck driver, just like the crane operator, is responsible for that load when they take it out. They're responsible for their truck. They're signing documents that could ultimately end them up in uh, that could ultimately cause them to go to jail if they ended up. Um, hurting somebody, uh, property damage, a violation of the rules and regulations by DOT and FMCSA. So, for my analysis, I make them feel insecure. I, I don't know what about a female being comfortable in her skin that might make other females feel insecure, but sometimes that happens. I do know just because I've been working around men for more than 10 years that I make a lot of men feel uncomfortable. Um, not a lot of them, because a lot of guys are supportive and just happy to see me doing what I do and happy to be like, hey, man, you a girl, you can pull your own weight. It makes them think differently about women, right? But then you have those men who I say are like deep in their feminine energy. And I'm, I'm not capping, but I'm just saying like, if you a man, and you're a heterosexual male if you feel threatened by another female to me you're deep in your feminine energy right because no man should feel threatened by no no heterosexual man should feel threatened by another female no heterosexual male should turn into or do things that you would normally see 
like other females do towards other females when they're jealous and insecure of each other, right? So like the gossipy, the spreading the rumors, trying to sabotage, stuff like that. So there has been men who probably questioned their manhood. And um, to justify like them questioning their manhood, they started rumors or did things like, oh, she must be gay. Oh, she must be a trans. So this is usually what I have to deal with on a daily basis. And um, I don't necessarily um, say anything, but I am aware. And I'm aware of who's doing it, when they're probably doing it, and who's all involved, but I don't say anything. And like my mentality is obviously different from their mentality because while I'm on the clock and I'm working, usually I just had it. You know, this is business, right? So I'm here to make my money. Like I, I don't like none of you, but if my job requires me to speak to you, then you know if I had to come to you to sell something, just like I do with the dispatch, because like I know she like the, that lady, I know she had a problem with me. So naturally, I'm just like I'm not trying to like I don't know her. I don't know her enough to not have a problem. With. I just know that she's messy, dramatic, and is targeting me for some reason. So I know not to like deal with her any more than I have to. Like we'll never speak outside of work, right? But. She's, I'm not going to like, I'll call in and be like, um, I used to say, Hey, how you doing? Uh, ready for my load information or whatever. But now I wouldn't say like, Hey, how you doing? Because it's absolutely confirmed that you are, um, targeting me and trying to bully me and trying to create a toxic work environment for me. So now like for people like that, I won't even greet them. I'll just be like, um, so are you ready for my stuff? Like I'm not being rude or anything, but it's just like, I don't have to greet you especially when I'm aware of the things that you are doing. You know what I mean? I don't owe you that. I don't have to. You know what I mean? And, you know, they can read what they want to read into that, but all of that could have been avoided had they not initiated the subtle attacks, in my opinion, to try to justify why I am good at what I do. And they'll come up with things. We're at work. We're here to make money. And if you're in a position at your company where you can literally sit around and gossip about your assumptions on someone's personal life outside of that job, then perhaps you're being too pay, being paid too much to be in that position. When people do that, me personally, I'm like, okay, they're unqualified. Also, they probably got the job because somebody they know, which means they don't respect the position or the job that they're in because the toxicity that they're creating, right? And they don't, they probably don't think that what they're doing is toxic, but it is. And you have a lot more companies who indulge in that. And um, I don't know, I have, uh, if you want to hear more on my opinion and views on certain topics, feel free to reach out to me and I will do my best to accommodate the request and make a podcast on it and post it for you um, so that you can listen to it. Um, so thank you for tuning in. You all have a great day and I look forward to speaking to you again later. Thanks.